I'm Ephraim Cooper. And I'm Cooper Allen. And this, this is, is the, the Ephraim, Ephraim Cooper, Cooper Allen Show. Show. have a good one for the uh, listeners today, Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a good one today, Afro. We really do have a good one. Um, I would say this might be the most important episode that we have yes, yet to record. This is like, it, this is like the, the end to the character development of the movie, the story. Yeah, know? this is our first, it's a new era of the ECA <laughs> yeah, show. Exactly. <laughs> like, a completely new era. Like it's the if you've been listening so far, you're an OG. Yeah, you're. Yeah, if you guys know what we're talking about, you guys are the true, like the true OGs here. So, uh, but before we get into the real meat okay, yeah. of today's episode, Cooper, how have you been feeling today? You know, it's been a good time. Yeah. Um, when was our last episode? About two weeks ago. Yeah, I think it was um maybe July thirtieth. I can't check right now. Okay. Like, so around that time. So, what have I been doing since then is, is the question, yeah, right? Yeah. I have been camping, man. Really? Camping and camping. Camping and camping. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, went to the Apostle Islands, oh, yeah. and then... We talked about that last Okay, episode. yeah. We talked about that one. Yeah. So oh, the, yeah. The last episode was uh, August 13th. Okay. Okay. So, I, we did the Apostle Islands, which we talked about, but then the next weekend, right? Right after that... I went camping with a bunch of my buddies and we went out to just some random little bit. Uh, they called it, it's a Minnesota state forest. Really? It was quite random, but you know, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, it must have been a It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else have I been up to? I dropped my brother off at college. Oh, you so you drive to Iowa? Yes, we oh. drove all the way down to Iowa University. It was a good time. Does the uh, campus look cool? Yeah, it's ginormous, man. It's a massive campus. Iowa University is huge, and his his dorm is a really nice one. Wow. Is it like a big spacious one? Is it more smaller? It's like brand new, and it is ginormous. It's got like... (laughs) 12 floors and it's got it's like 12 floors dang it's like why he said that he was telling me that like there's like a thing about it and it said that he had 1500 students in his dorm alone wow and there's like eight dorms or something <laughs> crazy but like wait that, there's probably more than that so there's 15,000 in each dorm 1500 oh 1500 so that's like across eight dorms well i can't do the math but like at least 8,000 lo- students. Yeah, lots of students. I'm there. pretty sure there's about 40,000 students at his high school, like total. At his not high his, school? Not his high school. His college. Yeah, I thought, I thought I graduated, Cooper. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. Yeah, but, <laughs> exactly. But, um, uh, what well, have you been up to? Me? Well, uh, just kind of been chilling. Just kind of vibing. Enjoying the last few weeks of summer here? Yeah, I was telling you before we started recording today that I went to a Chinese restaurant. Um, and you know it, we ate some pretty good food. You know, nice. I like the food. They the so the buffet we went to always has this awesome coconut shrimp. Coconut shrimp. Yes, it's amazing. I'm not sure if it's actually coconut, but it's kind of like um a tangy, savory sauce. Yeah. Just over a bunch of the shrimp. I mean, I'm not I, I'm not even into shrimp like that, but like. But this special shrimp. Yes, it hits, dude. I'm not even into shrimp like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just hits that hard, man. It just hits that hard. Yeah, I went to a okay. Chinese restaurant earlier t- um, yesterday. And then yeah. after that, I went to your house. Yeah, we, we had a party. Yeah, we partied, man. Well, All night long, Not man. like a party party, but like. I, I would call it a party. You call it a party? <laughs> yeah. Was, we, we were rambunctious. Yeah. We, we Well, as rambunctious as you can be playing Dutch Blitz, <laughs> you know? I would say we got up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good yeah. stuff, man. It was fun stuff, man. Well, should we... Uh, 
to what we came here to do. Yes, we're definitely gonna do what we came here to do. Okay, the main event, guys. The main event. The main event. So first, we have to do some more news. Yeah. Here. Okay. So first of all, um, we're gonna be talking about the movie Sleepaway Camp. It, this has been a long time coming. Yes, a really long, a year, a year worth coming. More than a year. A year and some. A oh, year yeah. and a bit. A year and a bit. Our first episode. Yes. We talked about Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Well, I had talked about it because I. I, I had talked about Sleepaway Camp because I saw a kill count on it. Shout out to James Agent East. I did not watch the kill count, but J James had talked about at the beginning how this movie is just insane. It has the most craziest uh, plot twist ever. It was a crazy plot it twist. It really was a crazy <laughs> plot twist. Oh, right. Yeah. So I stopped watching the video, and at that episode, I talked to Cooper about how we should watch this movie and talk about it. Yeah. Which was a while ago. Yeah, so a year, a year and some time now. And here we are, a year later. We watched it today. Yes, we literally, like, as we're recording this right now, guys, we just finished watching the movie. Yes. Um. It's, it's a whole lot. Yeah, it re we really have to dissect a lot okay. here. So, along with this, there will be plenty of spoilers. Yes, yeah, so if, you guys might have to end up skipping this episode, maybe revisit an old one. Or, just watch Sleep Away Kit. Yes, it was exactly. I would watch it again. Uh, you really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing, the thing about the movie... Okay, yeah, spoilers starting now, okay? Yeah, you yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Watch Sleepaway Camp, then come back to hear us talk about it. It's amazing. Definitely worth the watch. Yes, but would you really watch it again? I mean, it feels like a lot of the movie is just boring until you get to the last 10, 15 minutes. That's true, but I would... I, okay, I would definitely watch it with some new people. New people? I want to watch it by myself again. Yeah. But honestly, I could see putting it around on in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there yeah. were some good, like, the dialogue, man. <laughs> I know, the acting is, it's on something else. Like, we watched the kill count after we finished watching the movie, and James had talked about how just, like, odd some of the dialogue delivery is in the movie. It is truly odd, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so... Should we do a re uh, quick uh, intro on about the movie okay, and when yes. it was made and stuff? Yeah, so Sleepaway Camp is a old-school horror movie from 1983. 1983, It's yep. practically a cult classic at this point. And, you know, the 80s were a weird time. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll say that much. The vibes of the movie, it's definitely like an older movie. Yeah. But it doesn't, like, it's not like black and white or yeah, anything. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But it, it just feels like, it kind of feels like... A, a movie that your parents would have really been into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right real. when they were teenagers Yeah, exactly. Like Watching it in 1983. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was... Yeah. yeah, and it was, like... It was definitely... It wasn't, like, good quality, like, filming. But it wasn't bad. Yeah, either. it had the vibe of, like, um... Like a Sandlot. Yeah, like, like a Sandlot. Like or... Uh, I can't think of many movies... With that so, vibe. Yeah, with that vibe. Maybe yeah. a lot of those found footage ones that are, yeah. like, more amateurish and stuff. But, my gosh, like I, like we were saying, this movie is on something else, guys. For real. So, to really, I think, give you guys a grasp of what this movie is, I think we just need to quickly recap the plot real Should quick. Should we recap? Okay. Yeah, so the movie is about... Let's just go point by point here. Okay. <laughs> what should the first point be? <laughs> the opening scene. Yeah, the opening scene. So, yeah, in the first scene, we pan, we get this awesome title card, right? Yeah. With this ominous music and stuff. And we the pan, music was great throughout yeah, the whole movie. The, com the composition was, it was really awesome. Definitely, it gave you, like, a, 
like a horror movie like <laughs> big like noise vibe yeah for real but the first scene involves this family of three uh peter angela and their dad who right. i don't think we know their his name i don't know if we have yeah i don't think just the dad yeah just the dad so peter and angela they're probably like five or six at yeah, this so, point right at the, yeah at this point and uh they're on a sailboat, the smallest sailboat you've ever seen. Yes, it's like, so small. Like they, they. Like, <laughs> it honestly looked like to me. I thought it was like a paddleboard with a sail on it. For real. Um, but so they're all. So it's it's the two kids and their dad, and they're just messing around on this boat, right? Yeah. And then it cuts over to another group of of, of boaters on the lake, right? Yep. yep. So you got like uh, a counselor. They're wearing the. What's the name of the camp again? Camp Arawak. Camp Arawak. <laughs> Wearing the Camp Arawak shirt. Yes. Clearly with his girlfriend in the boat, driving some ca- some camper or something yeah. behind on uh, water skis, right? Yeah. And so the girlfriend's like, oh, I want to drive the boat, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So, so she hops into the driver's seat. Yeah. After some uh, complaining. Yeah, and the, there's a girl on the jet ski that they're pulling. On the water skis. Yeah, on, oh yeah, that's what they're called, water skis. Yes. And they don't realize that they're, that the family, you know, Peter, Angela, and everybody, their boat just tipped over. Yeah, right? Yes. So they're like, they're, the, they don't care. And the girl that's on the water skis, like, sees them. She's like, stop! Stop! You're gonna kill those people! <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the yes, and they're they're heading straight for the the sailboat. Yeah. And then literally in the first five minutes, <laughs> this motor boat runs over the sailboat. Yeah, it runs over the sailboat and kills the dad and the and the child. And one of the child. One children. of the children. So sad. Yeah. So five minutes in, this movie already started with a bang. Like, right. <laughs> just like, crazy. Me and Ephraim, right? <laughs> We've been talking about this movie for a while. Yeah. And we sit down and we're like, okay, cool. We're like, we'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. And we were expecting, like, it's a horror movie. So we were expecting, like, some build up, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you get We don't even kills. know who these kids are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're already dead. We don't know what importance they have. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. And then, okay, so then there's some death. You're like, Really confused because you don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it cuts to eight years later, right? Yes. Now, one of the children, Angela, um, Angela, quotes and quotes, <laughs> <laughs> is living with her aunt now, Aunt Martha, who's the freakiest character in this movie. You explained this exactly on point. Imagine a creepy off-brand Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. But she's been transported out of the movie she was supposed to be <laughs> into Sleep Awake. Yeah. Yes, and now she's just trying to make ends meet, do her thing. And it's so freaky, She's bro. so out of place. The whole bag. <laughs> Most people lose marbles. She has, like... She's in debt, Yeah, man. She, she lost the dice already. Uh, yeah, man. like, she... Some of the best lines, so... <laughs> Oh, holy friend. <laughs> yeah, oh and gosh. so, okay, so we start out with crazy Aunt Martha, right? Yeah. And then um, Angela and her cousin... Richard. Ricky. Oh. <laughs> she call, the Aunt Martha calls him Richard. Yeah, yeah but everyone else calls him Ricky. Yeah, they're walking down and they're... The just, stairs, yeah. They're walking down the stairs and they're getting ready to leave to camp, Camp Arawak. Aunt Martha gives them their physicals, they're on their way. Is it... <laughs> okay, other thing. Aunt Martha is a doctor, apparently. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Yeah, they, they, they had no explanation at all. Like, we like there's no way. She's so crazy. <laughs> I, what sane person would let her be a doctor? Yeah, I don't think I would trust her to be my doctor. Not like, even, like, a, 
I won't let her be a vet for my fish. (laughs) (laughs) That bad of a doctor. Well, yeah. But then she gives her, uh, so she gives them like lunches or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they get their duffel bags, and then she gives them uh, their... Uh, what physicals, right? Yeah, they're physicals. And she says the she. It's really like weird. <laughs> she says the line of, "Don't tell anyone where these came from." <laughs> like she probably faked the physicals. She's not 100%, even a doctor, right? Hundred percent. She just wanted to get rid of the kids for the summer. And, and so she faked. She, she's a weird doctor that faked yeah. these physicals. It was a weird interaction. Okay, so they're on the bus, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, so they arrive at camp. Everybody is just trying to like run, get to the camp, everything. Then we meet two of like the main people at the camp. You know, the we have Mel, who's the owner of the camp, and Ronnie, who's kind okay, of his right hand man. Actually, first of all, <laughs> I gotta agree with the the first scene. It's gotta be one of the creepiest scenes. I know, like movie. it's so freaky. So all these kids, right? They're like ages, like probably like ten through like yeah, the, eighteen, right? Probably ten to seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Are they're just like running from the buses to like their cabins or whatever? Yeah. And there's a bunch of cooks. Yeah. Oh, they're the freakiest. The oh side. my gosh. And there's, there's one head cook who is the creepiest. Cook yes, I he's have pre- ever he's met. pretty much a pedophile. Yeah, and he like <laughs> says it flat out. He's yeah, like, he's like, well, he hasn't exact. Well, he hasn't come out and be like, oh, I'm a pedophile, guys. But he's like, he's like ogling the children and everything. Yeah, for sure. And he's just so freaky. He's like. Oh, look at all the young chicken. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just, it was pretty, creepy. It was pretty sickening. And so, um, and then you also, it's so also during this first scene, you meet Mel, the owner of the yeah, camp. I would describe him as like, imagine like. He's like your basic camp owner who owns the camp. He probably inherited it from his like mom or something. And he just doesn't want to run it anymore. He doesn't care about the children's well-being. I feel like, yeah, it's also <laughs> like you kind of imagine like your creepy landlord. Yeah, for real. Where he's like not that bad most of the time. <laughs> but, but when you start like getting to know him and he's, stuff. He's a creep. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a creep too. And yeah, he had the cigar in and during the first yeah, just minute, It was know. practically the size of his palm too. Yeah, like. he looked like a... Uh, Someone, he wore golf clothes the entire movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> he looked like he should have been going golfing the entire time. I don't know. It was, uh, okay. And then you also meet Ronnie, right? Yeah, Ronnie. He's the uh, guy with the really short shorts. Like So short. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, if you guys think I mean, these shorts are short, they are short. Granted, this is the 80s. Like, short, like, short shorts still, for guys like that. They is, were so short. I know. They were, like, way above his knees, bro. Uh, I can't even imagine wearing shorts like that. No. It was it was something else. Yeah, but basically throughout the whole movie you see that Ronnie is the only good counselor. Pretty much. And he's that kind of he's the guy who runs the camp. He's Mel like, owns the camp, Ronnie runs the camp. Yeah, good guy Ronnie, you know? Like I mean that's what we think. But you know, <laughs> maybe in the sequel he's just like a mad murderer or something. We who never knows? know. So then you get and then also like after they all after you like and pass all the counts, all the adults and cooks and stuff. Then we also meet Paul, right? Yes, Paul, who is kind of he's um he's Paul is Ricky's friend, right? And he's you know he's a pretty he's like your cool, confident guy. He talks to Angela, and you know he appears to be pretty interested in her. Yeah, he's kind of like your standard like. 15 year old boys. Yeah, like he has him. the blonde hair. He had the, I think he had a polo on. For yeah, that scene. he's not like super macho or anything, and neither is Ricky. They're both just like. They're basic 80s teenage boys. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're like, they get into trouble and yeah, stuff, but they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, like, they're, they're decent guys, you know? Um, And then you also, during this part. <laughs> 
You mean Judy. Yeah, Judy. Who's the worst? Judy is the worst. Yes, like, I'm pretty sure Ricky called her a scumbag, and she is. She's not very nice. No, she is the worst. <laughs> um, so Judy was... Judy and Ricky were going solid. The yeah, last they were summer. pretty steady last summer, but Judy, nah, she's not interested in Ricky anymore. No, she has matured. Yes, quote unquote. <laughs> um, and so now she hangs out with the older boys, right? Yeah. But she is a integral part of the plot throughout the rest of the movie. Yes. Um, and then she's so mean. <laughs> like she's literally the worst. Yeah. Really. And she has her like. Do we meet? I'm pretty sure we meet Megan the scene too, right? Do we? No, we meet Meg once we get to the cabin. Oh, yeah. We'll yes. talk about Meg later. She's a different kind of bad. But I think that's the next part, isn't it? Uh, when, when they're, um... Or what happens next? No, next they go to the, uh, the canteen, I think? Or the cafeteria, and they eat their food. And then, um, they notice... Oh, no, that's after three days. No, yeah, so it's definitely... So next, like, so they got to the camp, they meet up a couple people, and now they, like get their bunkhouses, right? Yeah. So Angela goes to the girls' bunkhouse, and her, she's very unluckily in a bunkhouse with Judy. Yes. Judy is the worst. She's terrible. Yeah, she's, I'm pretty sure we're gonna reiterate this throughout the entire podcast. Judy is the worst. Judy is terrible. Yeah. Um, but also, we meet Meg, who is the counselor for this cabin. Yeah, she's like the right-hand woman to Judy. Yes, and, also a very bad yeah, person. Yeah, she's not very cool at all. Yeah. We don't like Meg or Judy. <laughs> Neither of them. <laughs> um, and so, like, at the beginning here, you get the sense that Angela is very quiet, right? Yeah. She real. doesn't really open up. Um, after this, like, first little bit, the next, like, kind of scenes are... The next one, I guess, is that... Is yeah, that, the when they're eating in the canteen. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a dining hall type thing. Yeah, this is three days after they arrived at camp. And uh, Ronnie, or I think Meg, notices that Angela isn't eating. So she gets Ronnie, or Ronnie yeah, comes so over. Yeah, so Meg, ex- like, is, she's complaining. Angela's not talking to us. She's not yeah. eating. What is going on here? Yeah, and so for real. Pulls over Ronnie. Guy in charge. Good guy, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Good guy, Ronnie. Yeah. And so Ronnie um, is like, okay, like... Do you want to, like, come back to the kitchen and see if you see anything good to eat? Yeah, you know, what sounds like a pretty innocent, you know, request, you know, see if we can find her something that you'll actually want to eat. So, then, uh, Megan, or not, not Meg, Angela and Ronnie go back to the the kitchen and they talk to the head chef. Artie, God, yes. Artie's terrible, too. Yeah, yeah, just all the characters in this movie. I don't know if Ronnie's just oblivious or doesn't care, (laughs) but Ronnie... (laughs) Just be better. Yeah, for real. Like, that's probably the one mistake he made. Yeah, he should have noticed this. Yeah, for real. But, so anyways, he's got, he gets distracted by something, and so Ronnie leaves, and so it's just Angela and... Artie. Artie. Yes. Bad guy Artie. Artie's just a trash name, too. It's the name of a creepy head chef pedophile, dude. Yeah. He's like... Yeah, it's like a, it's this, it's this big white guy, <laughs> slightly yeah. overweight. He, he has like a bunch of stains on his shirt Yeah, too. he's like a chef. And so, um, Artie says to Angela, like, let's let's go check out the, the walk-in oh freezer, right? Yeah, grab some food. Or As you whatever. do. And then he tries to like, <laughs> this guy. God, yeah, this dude. He's just, he tries, oh my God, yeah. So yeah, Artie tries to like, <laughs> rape angela it doesn't get that far because ricky good guy ricky yeah good guy ricky. ricky's the only solid guy in this yeah movie. ronnie and ricky they're pretty decent yeah. guys you ricky know? comes in and he's like you can't be doing this to my cousin <laughs> and he doesn't like see that much all all Artie gets to do is like unbuckle his pants yeah. that's as far as he gets and then ricky comes in and then Artie beats up ricky and oh, it's like yeah. 
You didn't see anything. <laughs> Trying <laughs> to silence him? Clearly did. Like, yeah. Um, but the thing that Ricky doesn't do that um, frustrates me is that he doesn't tell anyone. Yeah, I think you should have told Yeah, like, it's obvious that Artie was trying to do something at Angela. Yet he doesn't do anything about it after getting caught. They just run away. Exactly. I don't know. That Uh, was a big messed up on Ricky's part. Yeah. And so then they run away. And then here's the first... Okay, this this is the first murder. The other other deaths so far have been accidental. Well, you know, this is an accident. The others are murders. Because this is Artie, you know? This is... Oh, that's true. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, right, so what's what happens? Here? So what happens is after Ricky runs away, a little after, you know, it's like the next day. Yeah, the next like, day or, or like, so. Or like dinner or something. Yeah, they're pre- Artie and all the cooks are preparing dinner. They're making corn in this unnormally abnormally the biggest pot. pot I have yeah, ever it's, seen. It's practically as tall as Artie. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, you could fit. You could easily fit a small child yeah, in this pot. Like, Not even crazy. that small, but like a ten-year-old could fit in this <laughs> pot, like easily. Yeah, exactly. So they're all just, they're all making this corn, right? And then someone, the camera pans to like a first person point of view. Yeah, and so all you see, so the other head cook is, or like the, the second in command is Ben, right? Yes, Ben. This older uh, black gentleman who's like, he's, he's not creepy. But he doesn't say, like, he doesn't yeah, he, stop he, Artie. He's complicit in Artie's behavior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's not, like, altogether creepy. Yeah, he's, like, not... He's just not all there, yeah. you know? Like, he's just not there so, all the way. So Ben left, and it was just Artie. Artie stepped on a chair to, like, put the corn in this pot. That t- shows you how big this pot is. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. Artie's not a small guy. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. And then Artie... <laughs> Um, is like leaning over the pot, yeah. right? Putting the corn, and then this is when the first yeah, person there's angle. like this force comes in. The first person angle comes in, and someone tries to you know get behind Artie and pull the chair from underneath. Him. And they do. They pull the chair from underneath. Yes. Him, and Artie grabs onto the pot and spills yeah. gallons of boiling just water. Just all the water on him. He's screaming in <laughs> agony, like it's just crazy. He gets burns all over his entire body. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's a bad dude. <laughs> it's not like he didn't deserve it. He 100% so, I mean, deserved it. Yeah, so Artie gets called, you know, he goes to the hospital or something. Um, the doctor, the police all come in and everything. And Mel wants to keep all this under wraps. On the DL. Yeah, on the DL. He, he's doesn't, try, he doesn't care about the kid's safety, really. He just wants his camp to look good. And stay open. <laughs> and stay open. Yeah, so the, I don't think the kids end up knowing about what happens to Artie. Mel just tells him that he went home, got a new job or whatever. Yeah. And and yeah, and then Ben is promoted to head chef, and there's like, and the and Mel pays him off, but that doesn't really come in any. Yeah, yeah. For real. that doesn't really yeah. that doesn't really become a thing towards. Yeah, him. it doesn't matter. But so that that's the first, like the first act, accident. I'd say. Yeah, the first accident. Yeah, it's it it could have been a murder, but yeah, we don't die. actually know if Artie's dead or not. Yeah, and so then it goes on, and you have. What happens next? You oh have, like, quite a few scenes. Yeah, I know. It's um, just kind of like kids messing around at camp. Yeah, like, there's a speci- there's one fun scene where they're all playing baseball and stuff, Ricky and his cabin and everything, and they just, it's, it, first of all, it goes on way too long. Like, it's like a 10-minute scene of them just playing baseball. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. And, yeah. like, it's not like, I mean, it's a baseball game. Yeah, <laughs> like, so. It's not, like, exciting at yeah, all. It just, exactly. it, like... It, the only way it drives the plot is to show that, like, these are just kids I can't. Yeah, for real. Like, it doesn't really... Yeah. There are some good insults, though. Yeah, I know. Like, that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. <laughs> we can we can say it. Should we say it? Yeah. Be warned. Uh, this is not. Yeah. Profa- profanity here. This is like PG thirteen right here. Yeah. PG thirteen so, content. The best the best insults of this whole baseball game. Yeah. It goes on for a while. <laughs> like um, it's like back and forth. And basically, yeah. what it, it's showing is that like there's this one kid that's like it's. It's the younger kids, like Ricky's, like age, like yeah, cabin versus are, the counselors. No, it's like the older really? cabin. It's oh, like okay. they're supposed to be like eighteen or something. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, and so they they they're playing baseball, and then this one guy's up to bat, and <laughs> Ricky's like. No, the the guy the guy that's up to bat. Ricky insults him, and the guy that's up to bat says the line. Say it. <laughs> what does he no, say? No, the guy says, eat shit and die, Ricky. And Ricky says, eat shit and live, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Best insult in the entire movie. Like, like what was, are you going to say to that? <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, the guy that's up to bat just shuts up right away, and then he bats, and they lose. I yeah, think. and so Ricky's team wins, which, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, and so it's just a good time. And yeah. then you also see, there's also a little scene where there's, like, some pranks going on and stuff. Yeah, like, um, what happened? I, I remember one. There was, of like, those. the it, the shaving cream and the feathers. Oh, yeah, there's this one kid named Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. Know, First of all, let's take a minute. <laughs> like, I don't know what the parents were thinking with that one, but it's sick. Mozart, like, yeah, I don't it's know. It's a pretty fun name. And he's also the nerd. Like, yeah. Yeah, like he's the he's the, he's like the um the cabin punching bag. Yeah, you know they're always pulling pranks on our boy Mozart. For real. But Ricky and his buddies they get like shaving cream in his hand, and there's one little kid that takes a sock for Mozart and he gets him to put the shaving cream in his face because he needs a check. I've always seen that prank before, but I've always wanted to do it. But I'd say we do it on somebody. Yeah, I know. Like... I think I think um we we got to find the target at some point. Eventually, it'll, yeah. it will happen. Yeah. Um, but so that there's just a bunch of scenes where like they're having fun and messing around, and this is all good stuff. And as as it goes along, um, okay. Then the next like the next big yeah, scene the next is major when they're accident. they're in like no, but the really? rec hall. We need to talk about Paul for oh, a second. Oh, the rec. Oh yeah, Paul, Paul, Paul. Yeah, we can't forget about Paul. So so they're in the rec hall, right? And it's like all the it's all the every, basically like everyone important at the camp. Yeah, right? everyone that we know is at the camp and is so hanging at the rec hall. You see like this a bunch of like the older kids are trying to um like talk to the girls, right? Yeah, a lot, tr- bunch of the older boys are like Yeah. This one group of boys comes up to talk to Angela. Right. But she's not responding, obviously. She doesn't really like she's super quiet. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't really talk to anyone. And now, these guys are getting frustrated because Angela's not responding. Yeah, and it has literally been a week and she has not said a word. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like that's the pretty crazy part. She just hasn't talked to anybody up until this point. And so the older boys, they were trying to like get her to be like be nice and then she's not responding so they start insulting her and stuff right yeah and then ricky bursts in and sees this and ricky my man ricky (laughs) dude has this whole cowboy hat going on dude strutting yeah dude dude just really uh has that swagger going yeah he's got his right hand man too paul Paul. right they come his best friend yeah and i'm pretty sure do they like break up the whole yeah, so, so Ricky starts throwing punches at these yes. older boys. Boy and, pile. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a dog pile, right? Yeah. Everyone jumps on, and then uh, the counselors break it up, right? Yeah. And the biggest part about this this scene, right? Yes, Paul is, comes in to talk to Angela. Right, and Paul sits down next to Angela and is like, um, first he says, so... Angela, so Ricky knows about the accident that happened to Angela when she was little, 
and he told Paul, right? Yeah. And so they're the only two at the whole camp who know about like her, the, the rest accident. of her family dying when she was like six. <laughs> For real, yeah. Um, and so Paul sits down and is like, I'm sorry, whatever, and he's trying to talk to her. And like he's being nice. And then yeah. he has to leave and he says, Good night. And she hasn't said a word this yes, whole time. But Angela replies, Good night. And it is Yeah, we freaked this out. This is at what that it part. starts, yes, man. I know. This is where everything just like now that I think about it, this is where everything just starts picking up just a little bit. Yeah. It's not enough for you to really notice, but like once you think back, you're like, oh, that's where it really all started. Yeah. So at this point, you see that Angela kinda likes Paul and Paul likes Angela. But also during this scene, you see Judy sitting on the other side of the wreck yes, And Judy's jealous of Paul and Angela from Which, I, I don't get it. Yeah, like <laughs> Judy could easily pull in any other guy rather than Paul. And I theorized during the movie that um she just doesn't want Angela to be happy. She doesn't care about Paul. She could care less about yeah, Paul. Yeah, I don't think she cares about Paul. I don't know. It's a it's a weird Yeah, movie. it's it's a uh, she's the worst anyways. Yeah, we all hate Judy. <laughs> we yeah, that's the one thing you guys should all get from this. Judy's terrible. We all hate Judy. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. So th that's like that scene. And that's just the big things about that scene is Paul and Angela are together now and Judy hates everyone and everyone <laughs> hates Judy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, but she's like the popular kid, right? Yeah. And so then after this scene, what happens? Then? I'm pretty sure they go play volleyball or I, that might come later. We might pan to the next accident or I'm pretty killing. sure this is the skinny dipping. Oh yeah, this is a skinny dipping scene. So we have this big group of guys led by one of the people who were, you know, insulting Angela and stuff. They're trying to convince these, this group of girls to go skinny dipping with them. The girls are obviously too good for this. So the guys end up going skinny dipping by themselves. Just having a grand time. Well, I guess so, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Except for one of them, one of these guys, they get, there's also a scene where two of the guys are smoking pot and it just does not make yeah, sense. Yeah, like they're, there's, they're, there's no point to this no, scene. No, I think it's Kenny that's smoking pot with one of the guys and he comes over and he's hanging with all the other guys and they go skinny dipping or whatever. Except for Kenny. Yeah, and then Kenny takes a canoe ride with one of the girls whose name I cannot remember. It surfs it out, but it doesn't yeah. matter. But yeah, Kenny uh, takes this girl for a canoe ride. And you know, Kenny's, you know, playing a, a couple jokes and stuff, joking around, you know, water snakes, turtles and, and snapping stuff. snapping turtles. Yeah. And he tips the canoe, yes. as you do. Yeah, when you're, obviously. When you're having fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the girl gets frustrated. She swims back to shore. Yeah. And Kenny dips under the canoe, you know, to test the, <laughs> test the acoustics I don't know. This is, I did not get this part at all. Like, why did he go back underneath the canoe? I uh, know. Maybe he just wanted to see what it was like. That's what I would want to do. Like, I, I think... I've never been under a canoe when it's tipped before, so... I guess. I don't know. It was <laughs> it was a weird moment. Yeah, like, and he, so. he just kept on yelling the girl's name, even though... It was clear that she swam away. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I, maybe he didn't see her. It was pretty dark for that scene. So That's true. Know. And then all of a sudden, you see this other head pop up right in front of Kenny and yeah. push Kenny under. Yeah, and she and drowns him. Or the head, <laughs> the head drowns him. Yeah, the head drowns him. And then, um, <laughs> and then, it, like shows all the other people like walking away. Like they got to get back to their. Uh, cabins before someone finds them because they're not supposed to be skinny dipping as, as you would say and yeah. there is one great line from this like a couple of the guys are just in their underpants right and they're like worried about the counselors uh like catching them and yeah. one of the guys said i guess you would say this is what it's like to get caught with your uh pants down yeah <laughs> that <laughs> was, was pretty punny, beautiful like. delivery uh, he gets like pushed into the water or whatever but like a beautiful delivery <laughs> and then um 
Okay, and then the next morning, and you, like, the lifeguard finds the canoe and the, the Kyle, right, Kyle? Yeah, I think his name is Kyle. I don't know, whatever his name is, <laughs> he he's bad. dead. Yeah. And it is gross, man. I don't know. The, yeah, the, the death s- seeds yeah, of the all sp- these. Yeah, they're so, like, meticulously crafted. Which is impressive. Yeah, Kudos I know. Kudos to the, like, special effects, but. Yeah, but they find Kenny in, like, this canoe. He has, like, a bunch of grass and stuff on and him. And a snake's lizard yeah, out of his mouth. Yeah, comes out of his mouth. It's so freaky. It's gross. <laughs> but, anyways, he's dead. And, yeah. like, the counselors realize it. And so the ambulance comes. The police officer comes. Uh, they take the body away. And Mel is like, this was definitely an accident, right? Yeah. Mel doesn't want his... his uh, he doesn't want his camp to come under suspicion. Right? Know? Yeah. So this was an accident. Yeah. Um, and so all the, like... They're like... They, everyone else kind of just leaves. And, like, it's kind of, like, swept under the rug, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's number two, right? <laughs> yep. Um, and then after this, there's, like, a... There's, like... Um, I think the next person dies pretty quick, don't they? Uh, yeah, I think the next death... Isn't the next death Meg? <laughs> I think. No, it's the one dude with the beehive. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, actually, I'm getting no, this movie mixed up No, now. this is what happens next, right? So, um... Angela... Okay, throughout this, too, we're skipping a lot of scenes. Yeah, I know. So you guys really have to get uh, watch the movie to get the best but feel of it. These are just the highlights and yeah, the parts we enjoyed. And so throughout this entire thing, like there's scenes where Angela and Paul are like getting together. Yeah, there's one scene where they're coming out of the rec room and then they're, Paul is walking Angela back to her cabin and Paul gets some ideas, right? He goes in for the kiss, right? Yes. But Angela's not very enthused. Like she looks like very clearly frozen up, doesn't know what to do. Yeah. So I'm just curious how Paul didn't have the forethought. To not go in for another kiss. But he does go in for another kiss. <laughs> yeah. And Angela's a bad move on Paul. Yeah, exactly. Part. That's that's a that's a point ducked from Doc from Paul. Yeah. Um Paul not Paul. Angela's just sitting there. No, not sitting. Standing there. She's all shocked and stuff. She's shut she's just shut in. She's in a Yeah, she goes react. quiet again. Yeah. Um and then like goes to the next day and I forget why, but Angela goes to see Ricky, right? So he yeah. goes. she goes, walks to Ricky's cabin. Yeah, and she sees a bunch of these guys who, like... They're this. having a water balloon fight out of rope. Exactly. It's awesome. I know, completely. Like, I, I would love for that to happen. I'd it's dangerous. Say, that's like, the, one of the magical things about this movie. It's just so <laughs> many random, like, <laughs> moments. Yeah, like, it's... it's. I really didn't expect it when we were going to watch. I thought it'd just be your average 80s bad horror movie but like it's in a new realm of average 80s bad horror movie like it goes above and beyond it does go above (laughs) yeah but anyway so these these are a bunch of guys on top of the roof and they see angela coming by and they're like oh we could have some fun here and so they throw a water balloon at angela right yeah now obviously angela has all this trauma from you know the attack everything that happened to her so she ends up getting on the ground she's in like the field position and she's all freaked out and stuff and so paul runs out from one of the cabins to comfort angela right Mm. because of course she does yeah and and then uh um Ricky comes out from another one of the cabins and starts this whole long rant. Yeah, against the guys. Like, it's full of profanity and stuff. It's, like, like, it's a good, solid rant. <laughs> yeah, like, dude was mad. Like, for real. Um, and then Mel comes and breaks everything up. Um, and the next scene you see is one of the dudes that was up on top of the roof, right? Yeah. He comes into the cabin. He's like, 
a bunch of the other guys are just about to leave to go play some baseball. And he's like, yeah, I'll be in there. In, I'll be there in a minute. I just yes. got to take a wicked dump. <laughs> Which, it's the best line. I know. I know. It's just, I've never, yeah, it's something else. I might have to start taking some wicked dumps, man. <laughs> some um, real wicked dumps. But anyway, so he goes in. He gets, uh, he His sits down. His reading material. Yeah, yeah, he sits down on the, on the toilet. And someone puts a broomstick in the handle, so he can't. He's locked in there. Yeah, and then someone from the back like pulls, uses a knife to like um rip open the screen. Yes, and they put a beehive in, which is absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and so they put they drop a beehive on this guy's head. Yeah, they're like in the stall with him, and he starts getting stung up. He's so freaking out. And what I don't understand is <laughs> instead of trying to like go over the bath the like door, it's like a regular like bathroom stall yeah, or, or he go climb under. under or or go through the window. That's so, it's so freaky. I don't this know guy, why he's thinking about it. And he tries, he starts to like bang at the door and eventually the, the, the broomstick breaks. breaks. But and by he, then, he falls out and he's dead. Yeah. Covered in bees. It's gross. He, yeah. He has like a bunch of blisters on him and stuff. A bunch of stings. Actually, I made this comment while we were watching the movie. There, He had, um, he had a blister on his arm that looked exactly like a raspberry. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really see it, but you know. Yeah, for real. It was, it was funny. Like It was. Again, props to the special effects people. Real. They're it awesome. It was over the top. <laughs> it was definitely awesome though. So that's kill number three, right? Yeah. Um. Holy I know this movie has scene. so much to remember. I know. <laughs> so then next, so who's the next death? So the next, I think it's um. Yeah. So then it would be the campers. No, be Megan. Oh, it Judy, would be Meg. It's, it's the Meg. Uh, yeah. Meg Judy then the campers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So next we see that like so this is pretty far along in the movie at this point. Yes. Right? Ronnie and Mel are having a conversation. They're talking about all the camp um, campers that have died, all the campers that are left. Oh, yes. Okay. Actually, yes. Keep going on. Yeah. They ha they're talking about all the campers that are left, and Mel goes on like this whole monologue about how Ricky does this, this, and this. Yeah. And so at this point, there's only like 25 campers. Yeah. Left. 27. He said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And all all. The other campers have either got killed or left because <laughs> people are gonna kill yeah exactly um and so he's like i we, like we gotta like step this up i don't want my <laughs> camp to go down like, yeah for real you can't have this and yeah. so um so like you you get the vibes that like yeah mel just doesn't care about all the campers or anyone he just wants his own camp to stay but you there. but people are also starting to get like scared right yeah for real um and so then the next scene you see is that because there's so few campers, a couple of the counselors have the night off. Mm -hmm. um, a, some of the camps, like a bunch of the counselors, have to like wash, um, like a, just a social at the rec hall. Yeah. And then one of them has to take a bunch of kids, a bunch of the younger kids, on a camping trip, right? Yep. They just don't go very far. It's like seven of them. Mm -hmm. um, so also in this, at this point. <laughs> the Meg who's a counselor and she can't be that old yeah she there's no way she's like older than 16 17 right? I'd say probably like 18 but yeah think, okay she's, yeah she can't be over 20 like yeah there's so no way they're all reporting back to Mel and stuff and, and so Mel she goes Meg who we also hate goes up <laughs> to Mel or, and is like Ah, uh, you offered me a dinner one time. Like, yeah, you should totally let's do it tonight. <laughs> which is creepy as hell. Yeah, fact. it's really creepy. Like it, it, Mel it, seems to be like 
50 of these. Like, there's no yeah, way. He's, he's an old-looking dude. Like, And he's going on this date with... Yeah. Meg, I have no idea why Meg would even go for uh, Mel Yes, like for real. <laughs> there are probably a bunch of other younger guys her age at camp. Why go for Mel? I don't know. Maybe she wants a free meal. Like, the food at, food at the camp isn't good. She just wants a fire dinner Maybe. at I don't Mel's know. house. But anyways, so... Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so that it gets set up, and Meg like goes to get ready yeah. and she was and so now like because a bunch of campers are gone they only have like a few cabins left right yeah all the rest are empty and so the cabin that meg is in is like packed full of girls right yep and so the shower line is long and so yeah. she's like i'm not waiting this long so she goes to the cabin next to uh the girls cabin to yeah take right a shower. next door yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, right? it, it's a pretty, you know, it's what I would do. So. Yeah. And then halfway through her taking her shower, out of nowhere, yes. someone walks in, right? Yes. Their whole, like, we see the shadow with the knife and everything. Yeah. Right? They walk up to the shower, get behind the wall, and they just shove the knife behind the they, wall. They bro. shove it through the wall. Through the wall. And yeah. stab her in the back, which I, okay, this death scene. <laughs> there are a few things I don't get. Like, first of all, how could they have known where she was going to be? Yeah, for real. Like, just... <laughs> also, like, take a step forward. If someone's stabbing you, don't, like, stay still. I mean, maybe she was just so shocked by the fact someone was just behind you stabbing her. You know, just carving... Maybe. Just carving her through the wall, but, like... There's gotta be some form of reaction time in your head, like, oh gosh, I'm being stabbed. You know, I gotta get out, you know? Exactly. But I don't that know. just never happened. And so she's dead now, right? Yeah. And so no one else, like, she didn't tell anyone she was going to next door. Yeah, well, maybe the, she probably told the girls that she was going next door to Yeah, eat, okay, that's they, true. They didn't care. Yeah, they're not know? the counselors or anything. Yeah. And so she's dead now, but everyone else is, like, going along with their business. Yeah. And so... It's probably 15, 20 minutes after she's dead, um, and Mel's trying to ask around, you know, where well, is Meg? Where is Meg? Yeah, you're actually right. And so... Um, and everyone is at the social, right? So yeah. the camp is basically empty except for the rec hall. Yep. And then... Judy, the worst person in the whole um, movie. The absolute worst. Get out of my life. <laughs> um, yeah. Is going, she goes to the, she's hang, she takes a boy back to her cabin, right? And they're yep. making out, whatever. They're, they're doing whatever. And then um, Mel walks in because he's looking for Meg, right? Mm. And so the boy hides, but, and uh, Judy's just chilling there. Um, and Mel's like, oh, she's not in here. I'll go look somewhere else. Yeah. And then... He leaves, but then another person comes oh, no. to the and door. And then the boy leaves, too. So it's just Judy there, all alone. She's curling her hair, right? Yes, and after that, there's this... There's another person comes to the door who is Ricky. It looks like Ricky. We don't actually know if it's Ricky. I See, my thing is... I think it's just like a distraction. You know, to, like, get the viewer to yeah. not think what they're thinking, you know? It's, it's like, it looks like, it's kind of, like, it's shadowy. It looks like Ricky, but it's we also not yeah. the same as Ricky. Like, the hair is different. Yeah. Who knows who it really is? Um, but, so that person comes in, and apparently, this is one point I didn't get. Like, we could see this person, like... <laughs> Pretty clearly, right? Yeah, for real. But Judy apparently could not see this person. Yeah, like you can easily see the outline of whoever it was just standing in the door, but she couldn't tell at all. And so she's like, oh, whoever that is, don't turn on the lights. Like, the counselors will come, like, talk to us if they see that lights are on. Yeah. And so this person, like, okay, whatever. You told me not to turn on the lights. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So they walk in and they take the, the, 
They like take they a punch curly. her. No, they just straight up punch. Yeah, for real. And she just what gets... Judy deserves. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, yeah. And so she like gets knocked out, but not like too badly. And she's like lying on the bed. And so then the murderer person takes a curl on island and like holds it up and puts a pillow over Judy's head. And then you just hear some screaming and some arms flailing. Like, yeah, and she's and, dead. And she's dead. Um. Yeah, they leave it up to the imagination how she died. Yeah, for real. But uh, she's dead now. And so... <laughs> um, After that, we have and, a killer. And then she gets put under the bed. Yeah. They, they, I don't know why they did that because... Never, I don't know if... I don't think Judy ever gets found. Like, they, until after, like, they figure out who the killer is. I guess we'd have to watch is. the sequel to find out, but, like... Well, no, until they, act, until they figure out who the killer is. Oh, yeah. They find Meg, but they don't find Judy. Crazy. But, okay, but she... So, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah. here. Yeah, we we got rewinded a little bit. So what comes what comes after Judy's death? Okay, so Judy's dead now, and yeah. then um, after this scene, it shows. I think I we think show Eddie. Yeah, these are the kids. Eddie, okay. who we, I think we talked about earlier. Eddie, he's like a he's kind of like your average boneheaded little counselor. Type yeah, dude. he's just a counselor. He's, he just doesn't know what he's doing. He's just doing whatever. He yeah. takes like four campers. So there's seven campers total, right? Yeah. And so he takes them out to the wood to go camping, right? Yeah. And so they're camping, whatever, and it's like at night. And then two of the campers start complaining. Oh, no. I'm cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, 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 you Whatever. were talking about how we were camping earlier. Does it really get that cold? It, sh- it might get that cold, but no counselor I've ever had would let us go home. <laughs> and so, whatever. <laughs> Eddie, the dumbest <laughs> man I've ever met, is like, of course, I'll take these two kids, I'll drive them back to the camp and leave the other four <laughs> here alone. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. Obviously. And so... Uh, he drives the two back, and then he comes back, and when uh, Eddie comes back, he sees that all four, like, sleeping bags. It looks like a bunch of bloody, messy sleeping bags that have <laughs> yeah. been all chopped up. Yep. And so these kids are dead. Eddie throws up. He's like, oh. <laughs> and he, he calls for help, but he doesn't have the boys to because he's so shocked. Oh. He's running for help. Yeah. I, I get it. Something we missed was... So, so far, every death, right, it's been kind of linked, like, kind of, like, vaguely linked to something that bad that's happened to Angela, right? Yeah. Um, and Ricky's always been there as well. And so, so what happens before all three of these Judy's, Meg's, and the, all the kids' deaths, right? Yeah, they're all by the lake, and they're all just hanging out, having fun, but I think it's... M- Judy? Yeah, so Judy's, like, on a bench, like, like in a, like, picnic area type thing, and she's yeah. not wearing her swimsuit or anything. She doesn't like to swim, and she's kind of quiet. Um, and so during this scene, Paul comes up, of course, and yeah. uh, he tries to apologize for being too forward at, in the past or yeah. something with the... I don't know if it was the kissing or the scene after. No, it was the kiss. It was the kiss. Okay, or something like yeah, that. I think we missed this part when we were talking about it earlier. But yeah, he apologizes for the kiss. Angela puts it behind her. She's you know, not she's like cool with it. super happy, but like she's fine. And yeah. so Paul walks away. And then... Um, I think it's Judy, either Meg or Judy. Judy walks up first and starts talking to Angela. And Angela doesn't talk back because... That's just how she is. Yeah, she's quiet. Um, and so Judy starts getting like kind of pissed, and then um, Meg comes over, also a terrible person, yeah, and she's, she's like, trash. "Of course, why don't I just pick you up and carry you into the water?" Yeah. So yeah, she just picks up Angela and she's walking. Uh, Angela's screaming for help. Nobody's helping her, by the way. They're just all ignoring her. And um, Judy, no, Meg 
throws her into the water. Yes. And so, and yeah, and so, and then, and also, so, <laughs> Trudy, or Meg picks up Angela, right? And yeah. like, he's bringing her down the dock. And then Ricky sees this, and he's not going to let that stand because Ricky's a good guy. Yeah, obviously. But Mel, Mel catches up to Ricky. And stops him because Mel is super suspicious of Ricky. Yeah, he's like accusing him and stuff. He's pulling him and stuff. Ricky's trying to get away to save Ricky him. Ricky doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And so then um, Meg throws Ju- Angela into the water, and Meg and Judy are just sneering like the terrible people they are. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, Ricky finally gets free and a lifeguard, a different lifeguard comes and like helps out Angela and they help walk her back. And while they're walking her off the dock, a bunch of little kids kick sand at them. Yes, which is the context for, you know, the four little kids getting killed. That but was a really like- it, it was kind of like- It was really subtle, honestly. Yeah. Like that detail. And it wasn't like, it wasn't explicit at all. Yeah, like, like it, if you weren't watching intently, you probably wouldn't have noticed. And also like throughout all of this, like, you kind of start to see that, like, the murders might be linked to something that's happening to Angela or Ricky or something like that. Yeah. But you can't really, like, it's still not very clear as to who's the murderer is or, like, why. It might not be, like, like this might just be a coincidence. Like, you never yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, okay, so we're back into the, the, the thick of it, right? So this is, like, it's, yes. like, night, everything's dark. Um, Meg's been killed in the shower. Judy got killed on her bed. Yes, everybody. And all the kids got killed. And so now all the counselors. So now Eddie, he he came back and he saw the little kids got killed. And so he drove back to the camp and he calls the police. And he's like, "This is bad. Like, there's a murder on the loose." Calls the police, and all the counselors are like pairing up to try and um, find all the kids, right? Because all the kids are in their cabins except for Paul, Angela, Ricky, and Judy, right? Yeah. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Or Judy might be in her own cabin, but... No one knows that. Yeah, we, she's, she's dead. Underneath her bed. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so Ricky... Okay, so also during this, Ricky... I don't know how. He was, like, out... Just out... Yeah, he, he was walking around. Yeah. Um, and... Wait. And then Mel, thinking it's Ricky who's murdering everyone. Or no, actually, so... Okay. Mel found Judy. Or Mel found Meg. It was yeah. dad. Mel didn't deliver- tell anyone. Yeah, Mel delivers like this impassioned monologue. Of, oh, forgive me, Meg. You know, yeah, like- I didn't get I didn't get him early enough. Whatever, <laughs> blah blah blah. He's trying yeah. to destroy my camp. And so Mel doesn't tell anyone that J- Meg's been murdered. Yeah. Instead, goes find Ricky and yes. beats the shit out of Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Ricky's practically he's on the ground. He isn't dead, but like he's coughing a little bit. Like he looks like he was not breathing. Yeah. It- you, like, yeah, and so Ricky's out of it at this point, but then Mel, he's like, oh, I just killed this kid. I got to get away, right? <laughs> and so he walks out of, like, the woods and in front of the the bow and arrow, like, targets, right? Yes. The archery targets. And all of a sudden, you just see an arrow shoot through his neck. Yeah, it just goes completely through his neck, through the back, too. It was, it's a crazy kill. Like. Yeah, and so now Mel's dead. And you think it's, like, you don't, it's, it's, you think it's the same murderer. You don't really know who yeah, it is. Yeah, we, you, you would have to rule out Ricky now, because he's still on the ground at being, that time. Being dead, yeah. almost. And, uh, <laughs> on the brink of death. Yeah, and so then, um, so then, like, all the other counselors are, like, out about looking for everyone, right? Yeah. And so, um, they find, they find... Uh, Meg in the shower, like, oh no, there's been another murder. Yes, the cop at that point has come. He gets so shocked. Yeah, he is so shocked. He doesn't even say anything. He's just like... It's just a kind of a weird scene where he's just like shocked for a good like 
30 seconds. Yeah, like, it's it feels very long for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. That one's weird. And then you see that, um, and then they find Ricky, who's all beaten up. Yeah. Um, but he's all right now. And then also during this time, like, earlier, like, when the counselors, like, first start looking for everyone, um, okay, like, way earlier, like, at the social, um, Paul is still, like, trying to... Okay, actually, we forgot about this part. Oh, what did we forget? During the capture of the flag. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah. So, okay, we, we're gonna jump back a little in time here. So, like, the few campers that are left, all the counselors get all of them together to play a little capture the flag, I think. It was capture the flag, but it had some strange... Yeah. It had, some strange rules. Yes, you essentially had to wear, like, these strips on your side or It was whatever. like, yeah, it was like flag football, but then... I don't know. Whatever. So they're just playing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, and Angela, she doesn't really like to play any of the games, so she's not playing. But Ricky has this brilliant idea to go around the back of the field to yes. get the other team's flag. And so Angela's like, whatever. Like, she's like, sure, let's do this. Yeah. So they're end they end up walking through the woods, right? They're going along their merry way, trying to execute Ricky's plan here. But next thing they know, um, Angela hears Paul's voice and Judy's voice. Which is pretty messed up, if you yeah. ask me. And so yeah. Angela and Ricky catch Judy and Paul um, making up. Yeah, pretty much. And so Paul's in some deep trouble at this point. Yeah. And Ricky just calls uh, Judy a scumbag, which she is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and Angela runs away because she's so... I'm pretty sure she's so shocked and disappointed that Paul would do such a thing to her. Yeah, exactly. And so... Um, and so, yeah, and so then at the social, like, Paul's, like, trying to, like, apologize, apologize and stuff, stuff. Yeah. and Angela gives him one last chance. She's like, meet me at the waterfront tonight, okay? Yes. And so, um... Paul goes to the waterfront, Angela meets him there, and then all the stuff that we had discussed previously with all the killings had just happened, so... And, and then Angela's like, okay, let's go swimming. Yes. And Paul was like, what? Like, where did this come from? Yeah. But then, and she's like, we don't have our swimsuits, and Angela's like, let's just... That doesn't matter. We can just take off our clothes. And Paul's like, yes, yeah, he, he sir. Does, he does not need a, a, another minute to does think about it. not need to be told twice <laughs> yeah, at exactly. all. So, yeah, they go swimming and stuff. All the stuff just happened. So Ronnie and I think there was a female counselor that was with him. Um, yeah. They come to the beach. So, yeah, they're still looking for all the missing kids, right? Yeah. And so they've, like, so they've, so... Uh, Ricky has been found beaten up. Meg has been found in the shower. And I don't think Judy's been found yet. I don't think Judy has found it either, but, like, Mel is dead. Yeah. And everything, like, has happened. Like, they finally, like, they know there's a murderer and everything. Yeah. And the final scene, like, these two counselors walk up, and, like, you see um, Angela sitting naked on the ground holding uh, Paul's, Paul Paul's his, decapitated head. I didn't realize it was decapitated. Yeah, me either. Bat. I thought it still was it attached looks, to his body. Yeah, so it, like at the beginning, it, it like it looks like she's just like she's just holding him like in her lap, and then like the, the two counselors like walk forward and she stands up and wait. Flashback. Okay, we get all. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, we get this flashback right that practically explains everything that's happened. So. Um, if you guys remember what we said at the beginning, we said that one child died, right? Yeah. We learned earlier that it was Angela who survived, but once we get to that flashback, we learn that Angela in reality was the one that died. Peter, who was one of the siblings from the beginning, yeah. was the person that survived. Yes. So, yeah. So, Peter, so the motorboat ran over the sailboat, killed yeah. the dad, killed Angela. The real Angela. Yes. The, the little girl. And then you, all you see, like, 
at the end of that scene is just one child, and it's kind of hard to tell who it is, but yes. he does look like Peter to me, like, yeah. um, floating, and, like, clearly, like, still alive. And then, in this flashback, you see... Aunt Martha The crazy Peter. aunt. Like, yes, the crazy <laughs> aunt from the beginning, who... It's pretty much all her fault. It's all... Not pretty much. It is all her <laughs> fault. Like. Yes, she essentially gets Peter, but she's talking about how she's always wanted a girl. She she's always wanted a, a girl. She, it doesn't make sense to have another boy. Yeah, so she wants to raise another girl. So she essentially gets Peter, and she raises him as a girl. As Angela. Yes. Yes. And it's then, so messed up. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> also that weird part about... Or no, that's before it. Yeah, and so then... Yes, it's so messed up. And so Angela stands up. Everybody's shocked. Angela's naked and everybody sees her um her quote unquote and they're just shocked because they put they I think the they counselors can, put two into it together. Well, they can see that it, it, Yeah, she's, she's a, a boy. boy. Yeah. And then he, during this point, he also she also chops Paul's decapitated hat and it becomes clear that she murdered everyone. Yeah, exactly. She he I don't know. I it know was it crazy. was Angela all along. The reveal. And it was like I know what? we were freaking out right now. It, Okay. It, it was, was so, crazy. It was so freaky. This entire movie. And then that's how it ends. She's just standing there and it all goes like negative, like green. And it ends. <laughs> yeah. And the credits roll everything and boom, we're done. It was great. It was, I know this movie. Like, okay. The movie was like decent the whole time. Yes. Like it up until like, like the last 10, 15 minutes. It was middle of the road. Like Very middle of the road. Yeah. And then this last scene happened and it just, you just have to rethink your whole life. <laughs> yeah, you practically rethink everything that's just happened in, in like the, the past movie. And it's it was so well done. Like you kind of like most movies, like it's not that hard to tell what's gonna happen, yeah, right? Exactly. Especially like horror movies. Yeah. But in this one, like the entire time, I wasn't quite sure who the murderer was. <laughs> yeah. And like even though like they start to hint that it's related to like Ricky and and Angela he's still not like 100%. Yeah, like it's it's not entirely clear. It's always kind of fuzzy throughout the Yeah. Movie. And then this happened. Oh, it, was, it just blew my mind. It was crazy. It was such a reveal. This, yeah, this movie is just absolutely I think I I like you. I think I'd watch it again, you know, just For uh, sure. just to pick it apart a little bit more. Definitely. I would love to watch it with someone new, but I'd be so worried that I'd give it away. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, you'd have to completely, like, shut yourself down so you wouldn't give any spoilers. I know. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. This movie is just well, so Okay, crazy. what was your favorite character? Um, my favorite character was probably Ricky. I really, I enjoyed Ricky Ricky was, well. like... Ricky for him, Ricky was like one of the main characters that didn't make any mess ups. He was just good guy Ricky. Like yeah, Ron. for real. I did enjoy... My favorite side character, I think, would have to have to be Mozart. Mozart? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of reminded me of, um, what's his name? He reminded me of the little boy with the glasses in the sandlot. I can't remember his name. Was there know. a little boy with the glasses in the sandlot? <laughs> I don't know. It's been, it's been a while since <laughs> I've seen that movie. It has been a hot minute. Yeah. But, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> that movie is just... What was your favorite line of the whole movie? Did you have one? It was the insult line. The insult line? Yeah, eat shit and live... Wait, no. Yeah, eat, eat shit, shit and, and live, live, Bill. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, was really good. Yeah, the entire time, like, it is from the 80s, but I think it's also just, like, the writing. And it, the, I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but the entire time, like... The dialogue is yeah. just so beautiful. I know. This movie uh, <laughs> This movie just feels like magic that could only be captured once. Right. Like I know they made sequels and stuff, but there's no way the, the sequels, sequels cannot be. There's no good. way they lived up to the original. Like there's I'm pretty sure there's I'm a reason. I'm sure they this could be like good, classic. but there's no way they're the same. Like yeah. this is not 
it's just so unique. I know, like, it feels like, gosh, this movie, I, I could go on for hours about well, how insane this movie is. We might have to do this once a year. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just re-watching it, talking about it. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy. Well, wow. I don't know, is there anything else to say about I, this movie? I don't think so, man. The like, one thing that I was a little surprised about is they had the name of the camp everywhere, but I don't think it was said once. You think? Like camp, I know they—they they all had shirts. Yes, every single. I don't person. think I saw. I don't think I saw one character that didn't have a camp Arawak. Shirt. Yeah, but they never like. Usually, they'll, they'll be like camp Arawak. Let's go. We're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, but this, real. they did not say a word. Yeah, so that was that was different. It was definitely interesting. It was also like, yeah, the cabins were definitely like. The sets were good too because it did feel like a real summer camp. Yeah, like it felt like we were just sucked into what a summer camp in the 80s felt like. Yeah, for real. Oh, it wow. Was, yeah. This movie is so crazy, man. <laughs> for real. I don't, I don't know. I think that I'm glad that we waited a year to do that because it hyped it up more and yeah, it lived up to the hype. Yeah, it feels like. Definitely feels like we uh, we probably wouldn't have the same reaction if we did if we talked about this movie a week after that first episode. Yeah, it was. The, yeah, the plot twist twist made it. Yeah, for real. Well. <sighs> wow, that was a uh, quite the experience, man. That was. I'm glad we watched that movie. I know it was. It was entertaining. Especially, to, it was good to watch it with you because we were making, we were like making like terrible fun of it the whole time, but we were definitely enjoying. Yeah, it. we were. Yeah, Com- you were making comments the whole time, which is good. Was yeah, good pretty stuff. much. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I loved watching the movie with you, man. It was pretty fun. It was also yeah. <laughs> it, was it was just. I was, it was one of those movies where, like, it wasn't really scary, but the ending was just, it just got me. Like, I know, like, it feels, it's, the ending isn't even that scary either to me. It's just the sheer shock. Exactly, yeah. Yes. None of it was, um, traditional scary. But yes. I'm gonna be thinking about this movie for, like, a week now. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, anyways, so that was good. Yeah, I'm, we're, we hope that you guys enjoyed me and Cooper ranting about this movie for almost an hour at this point. Yeah, for real. Um, thank you guys for, for all, this go, this episode goes out to all the OGs. For real. That have been like, listening since the beginning. Yeah, we, we understand. It's been a little rough this first yeah, year. For like, real. we've had some gaps. We haven't had the best uh, quality the entire yes. time, but we think we finally made it to uh, a new era of yeah. the ECA show. Yes, for real. Um, Speaking yeah. of which. Speaking <laughs> of this new era, as you guys know, Cooper's going to be leaving for college in Seattle in a couple weeks now, like two, two and a half. No, I'm leaving at the end of this week. I'm leaving Sunday. Crazy. Okay. So yes, Cooper's going to be leaving on Sunday. Um, and for the future of the podcast, uh, we're still probably going to be recording new episodes. I just know the first couple ones after Cooper's move is going to be a little shaky. The audio probably. We're going to be testing some things out. I'm trying to find a new format that works for us. We are going to try and stick with the tw- uh, every two weeks yeah. um, as best we can. And we're going to try and do it over like Discord or something where the audio should be all yeah. right, but we will have some bugs to start out yeah, with. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be working out the kinks throughout, you know, the, pa- the next couple weeks. If you have any uh, suggestions, you can always uh, tweet at us. Yes, or you could send us a voice message on Anchor. Those are always appreciated Either one. as well. Um, but I'm Ephraim. 
and I'm Cooper. And this, this has been the... Ephraim. <laughs> I'm Ephraim. I'm Cooper. And, and this, this is, is the Ephraim, Ephraim Cooper, Cooper Allen Show. Thanks, guys. Bye.